There is nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. Five, four, three, two, one. <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, shit. Let's get down to business to defeat the Huns. Did they send me daughters when I asked for what? For sons. Where the niggas at? You're the saddest bunch I ever met. And you haven't got a clue. No clue. Mr. I'll make a man out of you. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chantharongsu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. Hi, guys. Hola. How's everybody? Good. How are you? How's everybody? Well, first of all, uh, Nikki Blades. Yes? You know, this is our, our first time seeing you in a month, as always, whenever we do the podcast. Uh-huh. Um, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. We lucky. I'm Why happy. Because the world is crazy. A little bit. I it's just... crazy. So I feel like I ain't got no space to complain right now. It is a lot going on. Do you know what okay. I'm saying? Yeah. Like there is way I too... thought this was you complaining. <laughs> oh, no, I like I was just looking on my phone before we had came in here to kind of see if there's things we can talk about. Mm-hmm. And I was scrolling through like, wow. Just, be happy it's like yeah. you know what i mean like i yeah. felt there's there's definitely mornings where i'm like shit i know we were trying to figure out when we're gonna record and i got work and there's just all these things and then i looked at my phone and it was like you know what i could be anywhere else and it'd probably be a million times worse than what i'm dealing with right now that's so, the universe saying man shut your ass up no exactly because <laughs> when i when i opened up my phone and i saw what i saw like there's a lot of heavy stuff going on yeah. texas got some things chicago Bruh, yeah. new york i mean on, new york is flooding uh, flooding Louisiana? texas Louisiana, yeah. uh-huh. but the Texas shit is the really Texas thing. Me. So I had seen the Texas thing, and I don't really want to go into it yeah. on here. Yeah. I don't think it's this is the place for it. But when I seen it, that made me go. There are so many people having a way worse day than I am right now right. that I'm just thankful that this is something I get to do. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Like I had a I had a rough ass start to my day, but at the same time, you know, it takes a lot, a lot, a lot to really like get me in a mood Mm -hmm. you feel me like because i I try to always remind myself of two things right one being um it's a whole lot of worse shit going on Mm -hmm. and two i could be dead yeah yeah (laughs) like i could literally like and i could die like or i i could i could get dead at any point (laughs) in time like literally so i'm like now here not being dead let me embrace this and be happy about that yeah yeah and you said it. Sometimes, look, complaining is human nature. I don't care what nobody says. We all going to complain from time to time. All right. Yeah. And sometimes we just want to be miserable. Okay. It's not good, but it is what it is. Misery loves company. And if I'm sad, I want to bring you all down with me. But Rick did bring up a good point. Sometimes you just got to pay attention to what the universe is telling you. Like, hey, it's not that bad. And you're like, all right, you're right. Let's make it great. The universe, I always I always tell people to to look for the little 
blessings and the little miracles the universe is dropping off for you here and there Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying um and yeah like i said this morning was a rough start you know i was like running around i had to get a brand deal done before i left the house and like um i was trying to get the house clean the 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 buildings are rattling right now right (laughs) i hear sirens outside and people knocking on our windows we are on the 18th floor how are they knocking on our window whatever we gonna ignore all that uh (laughs) if he dies he dies (laughs) if he dies if we dies we dies damn um so i'm running around the house trying to get it tidied up because i'm leave. you know when i leave chia and the baby all day i like to at least leave the airy looking presentable so she can relax right and then at one point she was feeding the baby and she rocked the wrong way, knocked the glass over. The glass broke. It was glass everywhere. And then I was like, ah, shit, I don't know what we're going to talk about today on the podcast. I had to find my, I was trying to get shit together. And then I was like, shit, one of our guests today, uh, he requ- I, you know, I always ask the guests, what's your like drink of choice if you drink? And like, mm-hmm. if, if I have time, I'll pick up a little bottle for them. And um, I was like, damn, I don't have time to pick up bottle for this dude and then funny shit he requested rosé <laughs> I, I, I know i know it's, i don't want to i don't want to shame we'll, we'll, we'll make fun of him no, when, when he comes on because that is on. definitely being spoken about we'll, we'll definitely make fun of him it's, 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 it's the, i don't uh, even know why it's funny and it's funny <laughs> but it is <laughs> yeah. it is you know we'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah, about we'll, it when he's yeah. on uh if y'all want to hear us make fun of him uh, tune in for the fumi abe episode stand-up comedian homie it's gonna be a good one um <laughs> But I'm like, shit, I don't have time to pick up his rosé. And then I'm gr- I'm going into the fridge to pick up like a little drink for the road, just some water or something like that. And I seen, oh, my gosh, Chia's cousin's boyfriend, because they were here last week, um, just, you know, doing touristy things with us. He had bought a bottle of rosé for oh. everybody and left it in the fridge. And I was like, oh, shit, the universe. Thank yeah. you, God. Crazy. This man is getting his rosé today. Mm-hmm. I, I wish it would have been like a cup of rosé. <laughs> <One. laughs> you traveled here. <laughs> the universe sure it doesn't spill. said to give this <laughs> to you. A glass of rosé. Nobody else wants this shit. The and universe I'm, said it's for you. Yeah, I don't know. You know what? Okay, let's not even get into it because we'll make fun of him when he's here. Yeah. But uh, it, it it is funny. Yeah. It is funny. Um, but yeah, man, I, I always say you got to count your blessings. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially in a world of so much negativity, I think people easily, uh, they they forget to look at the good stuff going on around them, yeah. you know? Um, I remember one time Rick was going through some shit. And I was like, damn, son, how do you? And he was still like making jokes and stuff. I was like, bro, how do you? still stay positive through all the bullshit and it's people that have gone through a lot less mm-hmm. and are like ready to just throw in the towel you know what i'm saying like oh i can't i can't deal with this you know and um i forgot what you said but it was profound yeah <laughs> i be saying profound shit you really yeah, do. i don't remember what i say either. <laughs> i got it, it, screenshot probably, it it probably was some good shit yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's screenshotted in my phone somewhere i'm like man that's that's some good shit bro yeah <laughs> it was something like if I can go through all this shit I, I've been through and still be able to something, something, then what do I have to complain about? And yeah. I was like, man, that's facts. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Facts. I have conversations with my girls quite often about universe and blessings and all that stuff. Sometimes you got to do the mental check in. But I don't like when people do the fake blessed life stuff like i'm so blessed and they're like overly talking about it because they're trying to make everybody else believe that they're humble or that they're happy and there's times where you can just see through it and i feel like when somebody's actually grateful it comes off so different it's not even about boasting or having to remind everybody that I have to tell you I'm grateful so that you don't think that I'm being ungrateful. But it like real gratitude is something that's felt. And there's certain people that you encounter. And I think like Rick is one of them that you encounter that you can just see what it is. So, of course, he says a lot of profound shit often because it's coming from an a genuine place of gratitude yeah. versus the like, I'm so happy and I'm so blessed <laughs> and I'm so thankful when you know that that person is just projecting. Well, not projecting, but like wanting to believe what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if no. you're not feeling it, though, sometimes you got to be real with that. Like you yeah. just got to work through those problems. I, I think a lot of people are working on speaking things into existence mm. and they just don't do it right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because there, there's, there's very few people who are 
meant to teach the shit. Mm-hmm. And there's some of those people who are going to be talking about it all the time. Gratitude. I'm grateful. I'm blessed. Yada, yada, yada. But like you said, you can tell when it's real and when it's not. Those people are meant to teach and inspire and make you feel a way and like damn yeah i should be grateful too then there's other people who just like if i say this enough maybe it'll mm-hmm. come true or if i can make them believe it maybe i'll start and it's like mm, yeah, nah, yeah that don't work there's, there's always that like thin line on social media right where it's like even for me i'm like yeah i feel blessed but then right if you if someone is just being so extra online. You're mm-hmm. like, okay, this feels fake. What are they trying to hide? Right. Yeah. What are they trying to overcompensate for? Yeah. You know, and um, <laughs> people always, they question me if I'm actually um, genuinely happy or not sometimes yeah. because I'm such a happy person at mm-hmm. face value, right? Yeah. I'm always smiling and shit. And like, you know, for the most part, you see me in like, they see the content, they see the vlogs, it's all mad positive. So like, I'm a happy dude. I like I like to just be happy, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and they'll hit me with the, hey man, like, you know, they'll say like the funniest people or like the people that make you laugh, a lot of times they're doing it because, you know, they're really sad on the inside or like those are the most unhappiest people on the inside. They're like, are you good? And I'm like, I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's like actually yeah. really genuinely happy, you know what I'm saying? But it's crazy how um that is the case for a lot of people, yeah. you yeah. know? Where they got to put up they they, you know, they spend their time entertaining everybody else, yeah. but they are really like depressed. The biggest response I got on social recently was when I started posting like the moments in between workouts and kind of the downtime that I have cuz mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time by myself. Uh, and you know we put out so much work. Like we're working, we're doing all these things, but for the most part, I'm really alone, and there's times where I'm struggling. And one day I posted up a video of what my day like really looks like. Mm-hmm. It looks like me sitting on the couch on my phone or watching TV or I'm reading, and it's not as exciting as we'd like to make it be. Yeah. And people responded with, well, I'm happy to see that you are honest about what your life is instead of trying to pretend and make others feel bad mm. about what they're not doing. I'm like, majority of the time, most of us are just trying to figure out life. Yeah. And isn't and they're not going to set up a phone to show that. But there are times that when we're in these spaces, for me, I struggle with mental health at times and yeah. I deal with depression. So I'm like, cool. It's easier for me to talk about it because I've made that a part of my story if you're always happy that's amazing and it's good to see and it's also dope that people checked on you yeah, yeah. To, dope. you know to just see how you're doing but if you're not always happy don't always try to be happy for social like yeah. if you need to talk to somebody go talk to somebody go and do that but to feel like you got to put on the fake facade when you're really going through some stuff that's when you need to put the phone down yeah yeah, I definitely agree with all of that. There's one thing, though, I do want to say on the flip side, though, is people need to stop assuming based on what they see. Yeah. Oh, totally. Or comparing because me or Tim or you just being happy on social media is not a saying we're happy. And you're not. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. I'm always happy because like for me personally, when I used to like make YouTube videos, there's a ton that I filmed. And then when I'm editing, I'm like, mm, you can tell I'm not Feeling into this. It, yeah. I was not in a good mood. You can tell. So it never goes up. That's not me hiding that I had a bad day. Oh, totally. This isn't what this is about. This mm-hmm. is a skit or this yeah. is supposed right. to be funny. I'm not giving you that. What I do give you is always genuine. So if I'm in front of a camera and I look happy, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm never pretending to be. I've definitely been in front of a camera not happy and was like, there's no reason to put this out because this isn't good. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think people confuse that with trying to hide your bad days. It's like, it's my bad day isn't for you. But exactly. I'm, I'm uh-huh. a little different because like, I never did the vlog shit or right. like look at my life. So it's like, why would I just come yeah. out of nowhere and be like, guys, I'm not having a good day today yeah. when y'all can't help and that's and that's the thing too, right? Especially in terms of the vlog and and even social media and the sharing. Yeah, it's like I, you know, one of the reasons I'm able to maintain sanity, I think, in the whole social media shit and in the, you know, I share a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I share a lot of personal stuff, family, wifey, kids, all that, right? Um, but I always 
draw the line where it's like, I'm never the type of cat that like, <laughs> me and YV are arguing, let me break out the camera. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or something like Ugh. that. And I think people, you know, some people will, will, will take like we'll take that like oh you know you're only showing us the good stuff the, the good stuff and yeah. this is like this is uh misleading yeah but you all gotta realize you know at the end of the day this is this is just entertainment for you guys right yeah. you feel me yeah like, why would i show you us arguing because now i'm trying to make you feel good about What's my life not being good right and i'm supposed to not worry about my family not mm-hmm. feeling good about that shit being online like it doesn't make sense right and for me a lot of the things that I've discussed on Instagram are really personal, but I've gone through a lot of shit. And like my family stuff is out there. We've talked about my dad's health, my sister's health, relationships. And most people have turned to me, I mean, especially with doing radio now, and ask really deep ass questions. So I expose more of that side because that's what I do. I don't run around. Now, if you saw me all of a sudden happy as fuck for like just just putting out all this extra stuff and you look and you'd be like, this is not what Nikki does. Then you start going, now you're doing it for show. And when we've met some of these people in real life that we see now on social media and we see through Mm. the social media and that's when you go, hey, you know, you don't have to do this for other people. But if it is something that you do, I overly share, yeah. but I don't show a lot of like my happy moments. Mm. I notice that some of the successes in my life, I don't like sharing as much mm-hmm. because I feel like those are special to me yeah. and I don't need nobody shitting on my parade, <laughs> you know, like, and I'm not asking for it. There's certain things that I put out there. I know it's going to get whatever because I put it out, but yeah. other things like success, especially while we're building, I don't, it's like a relationship to me. It's kind of like yeah. one of those things. I like sharing so much of it, like a certain amount. Yeah. But because I'm still not secure in it yet, mm-hmm. I choose I, I yeah. choose to protect it a little bit more than when I'm like, okay, cool. I'm back in the studio. It's been eight months of working with, you know, Big Bay Mornings. I'm very happy to be here. But I had to have a, a conversation with my boss about like, yo, I don't know about putting a lot of this out there yet because I still want to be solid in my foundation with what I'm doing first before going and having everybody in it. No, 100%. Because I feel like, especially in social media, right? You almost feel a pressure to tell everybody about every little win or everything because people are always, you feel like you always need to prove yourself almost, right? Because- what you're posting all the time. I mean, social media, for the most part, it's just a brag. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm, Twitter's, I'm doing this with this person. It's great. Instagram is, look what I fucking did. I'm amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think one one curse that a lot of like people who are trying to pursue the entertainment industry do, like especially social media cats, at which, which I kind of had to make sure I wasn't doing, is like, <laughs> people would show every single meeting they were at mm-hmm. yo i'm at abc uh-huh. i'm here i'm here when like but when you've been doing this shit long enough yeah. you know that 90 <laughs> percent of these meetings uh, lead nowhere. to nothing <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? so people were like people would always be like yo check where i'm at check check where i'm at so, so they can get you know pats on the back and congrats yeah. and shit, but yeah. it's like bro <laughs> you not doing shit but having a conversation that right. goes exactly. nowhere, you know? But it sucks because, like, I used to look at those people and be like, but fucking relax. But then, like, what you just said, I realized there is a pressure. Yeah. They feel like, oh, I'm supposed to show these people this. Yeah. If I don't, they're going to think I'm not doing shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you have other people who was like, they do something for fun hey, I'm going to make breakfast every day this week and show you guys. And they end up getting into a groove of it or some shit. And then the week is over and they don't want to make breakfast. And then motherfuckers are, yo, where the fuck is breakfast? Where's, where's breakfast? Like, relax. Yeah. And it, like, it's a direct pressure. And I've seen mm-hmm. people through this whole time feel like, yo, I have to do this. I'm yeah. like, wait, you, you're like, stressing right now over some shit you don't really have i mean aesthetics people are looking at their pages like this is what gets this is what works and this what this is what doesn't work but this makes me happy what doesn't work is what makes me happy and it's crazy because we have friends that are in this world and then not in this world Mm -hmm. talk to your friends who are not in the social media space and you're like 
you sound insane. Yeah. yeah. And then talk to your friends. I've had people transition out of corporate jobs into social media and then people who have gotten into social media and went into corporate jobs. And it's just so many different pressures that everybody is facing. Mm. It's just a matter of which one you want to take on and yeah. what can you handle, it, whether you're working at a job and you feel like you gotta you don't have the degree that everybody else has or you don't have this at work or whatever there's all these pressures but social media is this space of you feel a little bit more in control and then instagram tiktok facebook all of them will remind you you are not in control yeah. of this at all i mean that's why i'm glad i do the vlogs are the most reality thing I would do because I control what's seen yeah. and what's cut, right? Mm -hmm. Even the podcast, you know what I'm saying? If someone says something like, you know what? I think I felt dumb right there. I think I sounded dumb. Can you yeah. cut that? I'm like, yes, let's get rid of that. Like, I would never do a reality show yeah. mm -hmm. because um, I I just don't want to be out there like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And here's and also, well, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I low-key would do a reality show. <laughs> um, I always tell people that, like, I don't want to do a reality show and just be pegged as a reality person forever. Yeah. But after I'm super duper popping oh. <laughs> and I fall off a little bit. Right. I think and we then, talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I would I would love to, you know, have a, you know, Tim Tim goes back to school or some shit like yeah. that. Right. Yeah. That would be fun. But I like that I can control what y'all see because mm -hmm. I like to keep uh, that line there. Because there has been times in the past talking of like, you know, speaking of where people feel like you owe them content, mm -hmm. right? Even as long as, you know, I've been with Chia for 10 years now, right? As long as 10 years ago, when I first was making Chia my girlfriend, and I was vlogging back then because, you know, I was vlogging with my ex, and then yeah. we, I was single for like a year and some change, and then Chia was my chick, um, I, but I didn't show her for the first couple months because she was not used to that life at all. Right. She was not even ever trying to be on camera, and then so when I first was like, yo, all right, y'all, I got a girlfriend, but I'm not going to show her yet, there were people in my comments mad at yeah. me, like, yeah. Tim, you owe it to us yeah. to show us your girlfriend. Like it, this, this is you. You belong to us yeah. almost. You know, and even the fact that you had to say, "Y'all, I got a girlfriend." Is what, yeah, you know what I'm well, saying. But it feels like what's supposed to happen. Well, now we've all become our own networks. We are the shows. Right. So we watch shows and go, "What the hell did you do? Why is so and so in this scene? Or why did you do that?" And you feel entitled yeah. to this show now because you're investing in it yeah. and that's how people view anybody on social media now it wasn't always that i feel like it's gotten to that point now and to what you were saying about the breakfast analogy tiktok has done such a great job at holding creators to one thing they're like cool mm -hmm. you make breakfast every day that's what you're going to do. If yeah. you try to show anything else, oh, no. we're not going to show it to anybody, <laughs> you know? And it's like, this is what we want. And right. when we go as consumers now, because we're all consumers, essentially, oh, yeah. we are looking for, that's the breakfast girl page. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. she want to dance? Ew. Why does she think she can dance? I don't want to see that. Like, flip yeah. an egg. Exactly. And now people become the one trick pony mm -hmm. that they aren't trying to be but now in order to move up in this space they feel obligated yeah. to do that same move over and over until people want to see something else dude not gonna lie um i always look back and feel like in terms of the youtube space um i probably could have grown as far as my numbers way more on youtube if i stuck with one consistent thing right yeah. yeah um but i was always all over the place with my content um e even to this day you never i mean yeah the, the podcast goes up consistently but you never know when i might throw up a mukbang i might just throw up a skit every once in a while just for, right. for the funsies of it but you never know right and a long ass time ago i was at some youtube event and somebody was describing to me why you should do one consistent thing and they were like if you think about it you know when you go to your have i talked about this before the cereal no. no okay they were talking about when you think about it you go to your pantry every day because you know that cereal you bought is going to be there that is why people subscribe to your channel they found this thing that they like and they want more of that that's why they want to keep coming back right and i was like that makes sense because mm -hmm. i mean yes this is why i subscribe because i see something that i like this person makes this videos like for example like i don't know ray william johnson he was doing yeah. his clip show like three times a week and that was his shit and he grew so fast right but 
people get burnt out, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You will get sick of that cereal at some point. Exactly. <laughs> and that's why I never been the type to put too much into the fans. Yeah. And I know that sounds fucked up and don't get me wrong. I appreciate all of them. I, I'd have to work a regular ass job, you know what I'm saying, if these people didn't exist. So I definitely appreciate and I understand that. But at the same time, it's like, y'all don't love me. Mm -hmm. They don't love you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? They don't love you. They love what you do. Right. I mean, they might love me. (laughs) <laughs> you were like oh, we gotta have you seen the I mean if y'all really knew me you yeah. would love me yeah. no. <laughs> no but that's what I'm saying because yeah. the people in your real life uh-huh. love the fact that you do this and you do that yeah and you do this and you do that like it's no like I only hang out with Tim when he's feeling funny right you know what I'm saying that- you know what I'm saying it, that's not how it goes so for me it's just like it's a very like simple transaction. Totally. Mm-hmm. Cause everyone here could be bigger than what they are. Everyone Definitely. here could be bigger than where they are right now. If they would have just did mm-hmm. one thing. Yeah. Did one thing or right. Played just the game. The played way the game. To be played. But because we didn't and everybody is versed in so many different things, you know, you guys are all over the place with what you do and why we all can sit here and have the conversations we have. Right. But that's how you build, I feel, more of a genuine connection with whoever cares about you, with yourself, yeah. and with the people in your real life. Because there's there's something about, yeah, we're cool online, or you have these fans, but in real life, your friends and family are looking at you like you're a fraud. Yeah. And there's something <laughs> so like relieving of being able to do what you love to do, and people <laughs> seeing you do that. And those pats on the back feel a million times better than somebody just liking one post that you didn't really want to do. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, man, I'm so glad I never stuck to one thing back then because mm-hmm. like, not gonna lie, like look, my, my numbers, you know, of course they're not as popping as they were in like 2012, right? But for someone who's been on YouTube for 15 years, yeah. Yeah. my numbers are pretty straight. Yeah, right? you're solid. I think I, 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 I'm blessed to still have a pretty consistent amount of people that are still tuning in after all this time. Mm-hmm. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that I didn't burn out doing one thing. Yep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And of course, Wild and Out helped and like other other shows that I've been on have helped kind of keep me um, like relevant, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But um, man, I couldn't imagine... Just being known as that dude one, that, one that was just doing thing. that thing. The saying, Jack of all trades is a master of none. They made that such a thing when it should have never been because the full saying is a Jack of all trades is a master of none, but it's oftentimes better than a master of one. Mm. So mm-hmm. we were kind of told from the beginning, we'll even go back to college. You go, you go to school to go to college to get a job. You have a family, you know, you get married, have a family. That's what you're supposed to do. But as we started breaking down those walls of what it actually takes to be successful, you got to be able to adjust and be diverse. And if you just so happen to have these things in your arsenal already, if you can lean into it, then you can become successful no matter what happens. Because say the mukbang and the food stuff doesn't work. Boom, you can flip and transition into something else. If the clothing doesn't work, boom, you know how to do something else because you're not completely tied to just one thing because you're not just that as a person yeah mm-hmm. definitely and i, I want to be uh clear about something just in case i offended anybody out there <laughs> i was speaking more so in general and for the people like starting out and shit like that at this point as long as we've been doing it the people here are the people who fuck with you as a person me you yeah. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it's yeah. not the casual i just want to see you do this fam. right there may be some new people who didn't fuck with the comedy shit and just really like the podcast and that's their one thing or whatever. Yeah. But I feel like for the most part, like you said, you've been doing this for 10 plus years mm-hmm. and you still getting those views. That core, those are the people that fuck with you. Yeah. I like from traffic to um, yeah. Tim Chantaron. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And here's the thing, right? I feel like you don't even have to say that because the people that are still here, uh-huh. they know you, dog. True. <laughs> they they know do. Him, bro. And, and side note, um, the interview, the podcast that we did where i was asking you guys the questions Mm -hmm. Uh, can we just say rick oh rick was on point oh the people were loving (laughs) everything and i appreciate y'all man this those are the episodes where you know i mean me and rick are besties i know rick uh is just a well of knowledge Mm -hmm. and gems you know what i'm saying but 
A whale? Like a wh- a big <laughs> I was thinking whale. Like a, like a I know eagle Rick is a whale. Oh, oh, you said whale. I, I thought whale. It's a big jam, blubberous whale. <laughs> but like a lot of people pointed out that watch this podcast, you know, Rick is not the type of... Rick, he chooses his moments of when to speak because when he speaks it, it's because he has something to say, yeah. Yeah. something important to say, you know what I'm saying? Or a good joke yeah. um, that I'll say louder for everyone else in the room. <laughs> but it did. Uh, <laughs> it, it felt nice, too, to be in a different position as well because you guys are, you're mainly asking the questions, yeah. bringing up a lot of the stories. You chime in when you see the opportunity. And then being able to kind of host that spot, I was like, I enjoyed it and I felt comfortable. And we noticed that, you know, thank you to everybody that liked that episode because we switched it up. That was a great episode. We, yeah, we great. switched it up completely on that. So we, I mean, I appreciate the positive response to that. Okay, bring well. you more questions for us. I, no, totally. I mean, I. Yeah, she's ready. I, I was talking, I was talking <laughs> to Rick. Last night. Beca- and I like doing that too. I feel as though I'm on the outside of this this fucking lifelong friendship I know that you guys have a lot of inside <laughs> jokes but also there's there's times that there could be questions that can just bring out more so people can get to be in your friendship even more than what you guys already show you guys show a lot and you've showed damn near everything but when Rick gets to go in not your legs dicks. oh dick oh not, maybe not you he, he's been showing his ass a lot on instagram that's, lately that's always been something, something i've done really something i've done like y'all want to know something extra. crazy though huh. so while we were filming that episode because of course I, I don't watch i hate hearing my voice like i hate it but when we were filming i was like this shit is good i hope people don't want us to just do this now <laughs> right. which is exactly what we're talking about and i've always been that like i remember one time i think we were on blog TV or some shit like that. And I did like some fucking impersonations. It was like 50 Cent and Kanye. Oh, no. And then people were like, oh, dude, do more of that. Never did that shit again. Like, I'm not about done. to be that guy. Because one, I can't do it that well. <laughs> like, I don't have it down. And two, no, I'm not about yeah. to be the impression guy it was a, who can it do was, two impressions. It was, a, it was a YouTube video it was a YouTube that video. I ended up privating yeah. eventually just because for whatever reason. probably said but. some shit we should have said. Yeah, probably. You know, everybody got to do damage control. <laughs> you know, it's a lot of shit from 10 years ago that I'm like, oh, yeah. all right, let me just let me go and private that. You know. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say <laughs> when we were talking about you know, balancing the negatives and the positive that you put online for everybody. You know, like, I think it it is important that, you know, you um, show people that it's it's not always the positive stuff, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Because, like, you know, social media, it's always... Um, you see the results. You don't see the work. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, and that's simply because a lot of people don't want to broadcast their L's. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? True. I was dying the other... I died dead. I was a dead body the other day working out. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to... I'm just going to post it because... I'm struggling through this process, but I'm not struggling to show a and like a video. You know what I mean? This yeah, isn't right. a before and after. This is just me trying and I and I'm failing. And I think that's good that you saw that. And I'm and I was gonna say I'm glad that that uh, that us, um, even though we va- we know the importance of showing L's, we're not one of these people. <laughs> Hey man, oh, like yeah. yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> cry yeah. and yeah. Bl- and and get on the camera God. taking pictures and videos. Uh. Ah. <laughs> you know don't do that one but yeah man look uh-huh. I, I have um i have taken so many l's uh yeah. and i yeah. think that's what a lot of people on social media they don't they don't realize you know because of course we're so hyped to broadcast the wins even the tiniest wins yeah. and and that's important too yeah celebrate your wins like that's great yeah um but you know um i think you know people forget the the struggle and the work yeah. that goes into it because yeah. of social media. I've talked about this before, I think, where I I have supposed I I should have been in like six movies by now. Mm-hmm. Um and two of those Rick was supposed to be in with me. Like mm-hmm. well, there was a movie where we were supposed to fly to India, shoot a whole buddy that comedy. Tight, it was gonna be it was the <laughs> script was, was so ass. funny. Yeah. Um it was another movie where I was supposed to play a rapper to like gets uh abducted by aliens. It was another <laughs> movie where uh, I was supposed to end up at some uh, J. Cole was supposed to be in it. And I'm yeah. talking about these meetings for these movies, the alien movie. Literally, I was at a table read and these dudes were like, 
We're doing this. It's set, guys. We're we're gonna start this day. This day, the J Cole movie. Like it, they were ready to go. They're like, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. you better be, be, you better be ready. We about to start this and this and that. And then it's like nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like, where y'all at? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. And that's those are the moments that most people have to experience to understand why they don't have to share everything. Yeah. yeah. Those are the moments where you're gonna have to learn because no matter how much we talk about it, you end up learning the hard way why you don't share. And also, the thing with always showing the positive, you gotta remember, not everybody around you is happy for you. So if you wanna show something, you do it for you. If you wanna show that you're happy, if you wanna show that you're sad, you gotta do it for you. Because for real, a lot of people don't want to see you succeed and they Mm. thrive off your failures. And just because people follow you don't mean that they fuck with you. So just keeping that in mind and the more you stick to what's important to you, the easier it is to navigate. That's low key why I'm, I wouldn't say against, but I'm not all for showing the fails because mm. people who want that. Mm. And it's like, why bro? Yeah. <laughs> like that's weird to me. I feel like if you're going to be the person who's constantly preaching this life, that's just unrealistic. This I'm always positive, good vibes, good vibes, good vibes. Then yeah, maybe it's on you to show yeah. that this isn't always that, but the people who just show their life being good, I don't see why they need to also show the bad because other mm-hmm. people are assuming shit. You know what I'm saying? Because right. like, like Tim, he does it. It's very rare that he gets on something just randomly preaching positivity. Yeah, it's always yeah. based on a question asked, mm-hmm. and he gives advice and says, "Yeah, this this is how yeah. I do it." Yada yada yada. But the rest of it is just people assuming. Like yeah. I never see this guy having a bad day. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, it's like, mm. and everybody's different. So like when I show my L's, it's in the fitness space, which happens a lot. Like mm. that's just a part of life. You're gonna lose <laughs> Don't games. I know it. <laughs> you, know, you know you're gonna lose games. You're gonna fall off on meals. You know you're gonna be on it for a week. You might fuck up. You know I'm losing weight. I'm gaining weight. I can't figure it out. So in certain elements and environments, it's I feel like it's necessary. If mm. I'm going and I'm showing you that I'm working out, I'm hitting the gym and I'm, you know, trying to show off my physique or whatever it is that I'm doing. If I don't show the process of it, I'm lying to you. Yeah. Because for me, like I did gain 30 pounds at one point in time, but I wanted to. But I lost hella weight and I wasn't happy but I want to show my athleticism and that's a part of my story so those L's are genuine Yeah, I'm not showing my bad day where I had a really fucked up day at work and that's probably more of what people feel like is relatable right like I am showing that I'm working every day but I had a really bad day at work and just letting you know I'm real that's that's fake but when I'm in the gym and I'm like I am feeling completely winded. I have no idea why I was able to run four miles, you know, yesterday and I can't even do anything today. I'm losing motivation and I'm going to try again tomorrow. Like I'm taking the L today, but you know what? I'm going to try again tomorrow. And that's just because that's what is what I want to do. And and I think that makes complete sense because that's that's like an area where whether it's your goal or not, you can motivate people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm on this same journey too, but damn, I keep hitting the plateau. Yeah. Everybody else has it so easy. Oh, wait, you hit a plateau too? What did you do? Oh, you just changed up something? Okay, cool. Let me try that. Yeah. But then the other shit is like, no, no, nothing helpful comes out of it other than, oh, you have bad days too. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. You know like what I'm saying? Ones, there's, like, there's, there's no you like, learn from this is that. what I do yeah. to stop having, you know right. what I'm saying? It's, it's just to make people feel better about them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And For being losers. Oh my <laughs> oh, God. Shit. Oh God. No, no don't say that. <laughs> hey, but, but low key though. Yeah. Not, not, that, not that they're losers, yeah, yeah, yeah. but a lot of those people, they don't take it the way we think they take it. It's not so much of a, okay, cool. That makes me feel better to know I'm not the only one that has bad days. Yeah. They look at your bad day and say oh well at least i'm not like that it's like yeah what the fuck not (laughs) everybody is happy for you so as long as you are doing what makes sense to you then it's easy then it's easy man i would always have the constant struggle of keeping the balance of like i want to speak this shit into existence but i also don't want to jinx it (laughs) so i'll be like all right y'all i just had this audition i know i got this shit 
I mean, but maybe I didn't. You know what I'm saying? And if you even believe that I didn't, it's not going to stop me from going after the other shit right. that yeah. I want to do. But then you gotta, but then you gotta realize, like, did I need to post that online, or did right. I need to have that conversation with myself? Yeah, right, right. Because exactly. you said what you wanted, you spoke it into existence, then took it back because of worrying about other people calling yeah. you out on if it doesn't happen. Hey, you know what's funny too? Another reason why. So like this year, I've been tweeting a lot about um auditions i didn't get and pooping mm-hmm. and well that's my whole life I've been <laughs> my whole life on twitter i've been tweeting about pooping mm-hmm. um but i've been tweeting about because i have been auditioning more in the past year or two and uh so i've been kind of like you know what i'm about to post i just got this audition i think i killed it just did this audition i think i did all right um ah update i was on the short list for it i almost got it i didn't get it right mm-hmm. and i've been kind of like just wanting to show that process and i think um, <laughs> not gonna lie, I totally forgot why I brought that up. <laughs> uh, journey, why sharing your L's is important. Uh, 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 why you decided to waiting for the win. Broadcasting yeah. my oh 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 oh. There you go. One of the main reasons why I've been doing this shit is because yo, how cool would it be mm-hmm. when the shit drops on Netflix and I can <laughs> screenshot it and be like, yeah. "This is what I yeah. was talking about." Yeah. Right. And I'm like, and that's one of the main reasons. So I could be like, "Oh shit, remember this when I tweeted this? It was this." Yeah. You know? yeah. See, and, and I like that. Like, do it for a selfish ass reason. Yeah, it's like totally. this this for me. Y'all yeah. y'all are just here to witness it. I need some I just need some uh what's the word? Not proof. Validation. Not nah, validation. It's proof. It's it proof. proof. Yeah, it proof, proof. proof. I, I, I just definitely... need some proof that I said this because y'all ain't gonna believe right. me if mm-hmm. I claim it later. I, I'm pretty yeah. positive. I've tweeted things about like Sports Illustrated is gonna have me in the magazine, and it won't be. It's gonna be for something other than just being a model. Like I remember yeah. tweeting that because mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gonna be in these magazines, and it's not gonna be just because I look good in a swimsuit. It's gonna be because Nikki Blades has to be in here. Yeah. You know, so I've definitely done that. And it's for that moment because we've mm-hmm. seen so many people look back. Right. And it's either it's a diary or how Jim Carrey talks about the check that he wrote himself. Mm-hmm. And you have all these moments that people have had when they like saw their future. They mm-hmm. refer back to it. But Twitter is kind of like bro, Twitter's so, our check. <laughs> I'm so mad, bro. When I graduated from Paramount High I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. Maybe yeah, I have. but they need to hear it again. Yeah, but fuck it. So we're going to talk about it again. I'm so mad. We, our senior year, we paid for bricks, Nikki Blades. What is? <clears throat> so I'm going to tell A brick, a real brick. We paid for a brick oh, okay. to get engraved. And they made a whole walkway with all the seniors of our class. And you put your name, whatever else under that. And it was, you know, and your class or whatever, right? So I put Tim Chantarangsu. Class clown, which is what I got voted my senior year. And at the bottom, I put destined for greatness because I was like, I want to come back with Barbara Walters for my interview. Uh Go back to Paramount High and be like, look at this brick. I knew it. I knew I was I was going to do big things. <laughs> Tell me why. I I was talking about that shit one day. I don't know. Maybe it was like a, fa- a MySpace or a Facebook post. I was like, yeah, my brick says this and this and that. And someone was like, yo, Tim, you know they dug those up. <gasps> they, no. They dug them up and just put new concrete. I was like, Oh, that was your that was your going to come back. Now I got a tweet. Okay, question. <laughs> Have you gone back to your high school since you graduated and done anything there? Um we we all did once for sure for uh Mr. Martinez's class. Yes, to talk to some kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and this was after the YouTube shit was was kind of popping, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I haven't been back it's been years. It's been years. Mm-hmm. Um I remember somebody somebody DM Chia saying they wanted to email me about coming to speak at at Paramount again, but they haven't emailed me. I don't know, got caught in my spam or what, but um no, I have not been uh, back in a long time. I remember there was this I can't re- I don't recall what program it was on, but Sierra went back to her hometown mm. and was going through the hallways and all the teachers were just talking about her. I remember damn if they ever went to my school it's not gonna come (laughs) you ever just see some of those you're like you know damn well there are these people lying right now and if they were honest they would have been like this girl was probably dancing in the back of the class the whole time not paying attention if if they went back and started asking about me a lot of people would be like who (laughs) like i was not 
a standout. It's low key <laughs> at the school. Yeah, nah. And I and I think most people aren't right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like all these fucking kids, <laughs> and you just remember me. Okay, yeah. The only person that would remember me is a uh, passed on R.I.P. Mm. But uh, yeah. Oh, shout out Mr. Roberts, who follows me on Twitter, who still writes me. He was my, uh, I forgot what we did, uh, history. So he's one of my history teachers and his class was super fun. And it was crazy that he had kept up to date mm. with a lot of the stuff that I was doing. And I thought that was dope because my college, you know, my college teachers, it's different. They're kind of in almost of the stuff of, mm. from high school and junior high. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's super dope. So shout out Mr. Roberts for still remembering me. Man, I was in high school uh extra so uh, i was definitely uh standing out yeah you were standing out because just personality wise personality wise and you know like one of the only asian kids at the school oh, okay. and definitely personality wise i'm like you know i'm fucking I'm talking way too much yeah. and, you know and like and like also you know on stage and shit hosting shows and all that mm-hmm. and i always got that fucking speech from all my teachers man tim there's no reason why the 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 smartest person in my class is getting a C right now, and I'm like, ah, it was always the waste of potential oh, speech. That sounded like my math teacher. It's like, look, man, <laughs> you are correct. I do have a bunch of potential, and I'm gonna use it for other shit. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm, not, yeah, I'm trying to have fun. Right. I'm not about to fucking <laughs> my- waste all my potential getting A's in your class. Oh what am I gonna do with that I later? I was a straight A student <laughs> until I got to high school. Yeah, and um, and I I went to a Christian school. Paramount had. Bitches. Man, they really did. Oh my Man. God. Bro, they probably still do. Ladies is distracted. Look, I was a good student until until I got hurt and I slept through my AP English class. I like I really did enjoy school, but I don't feel like I went to a normal high school. The there were no such thing as nerds. That didn't exist. Everybody was in AP honors classes and in band and athletes. Oh, I went so to a everybody small, was a nerd. Yeah, everybody <laughs> was a nerd. I took four years. I took four years of art, and then we had a, all of our AP classes. But we were ranked high in the in the nation for sports. It was just a really strange place because when I left, I realized that that's not how everything else worked. Yeah. Because you're right here with us. Yeah. <laughs> the wasted potential. <laughs> <laughs> there were no jock, like, quote unquote, like, cool jocks. Yeah. Like Just one. Sonny. Yeah. God fucking Sonny. What, what's Sonny doing now? Sonny. Who knows? Know. I don't know. What is Sonny up to? Probably just being cute somewhere. He's still sexy. He has to is be. He? Yeah. Sonny was. What's the last name? Solomon. Sonny Salomon. I think you're right. Ooh, what is what, 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 what you doing now, Sonny? <laughs> Sonny was a Samoan dude, and I, I've talked about him on the podcast before, I'm sure. Um, but Sonny was that dude. That, uh, that dude. He was that dude. He was like uh, star football player. He was fucking. He was AC. He was Samoan AC Slater. Oh what? Yes. yes. His <laughs> oh, hair Lord. was always cool. He was fucking buff. Oh. Um. And probably really. So he was good at sports. He, oh yeah. He was funny. Oh. Charming. Oh. Stole Lorena Escobar from me and, and Rick. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that Sonny, but I couldn't even hate him because Sonny was so cool. There's yeah. some people that are undeniable, though. You know, uh, that's your person. Yeah. He was the dude. Sonny was that dude. Shout out to Sonny, man. Yeah. If uh, yeah. you know, I know, I know the the PI community, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, uh, isn't huge out here. So I mean, so somebody got to be talking to Sonny at yeah. some point, What's somewhere. What's doing, y'all? Especially out here, you know, Carson Gardena, Paramount. Yeah. Who still talks to right. Sonny? That's what Facebook is for. That's what that's what somebody right now is on Facebook doing, looking up. Well, while we're at I it, hope I said the last name right. Yeah, I think yeah. you did. Yeah. And while we're at it, what's what's Margaret up to? Who? Remember Margaret? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, long Margaret. hair. She was a sophomore when I was a senior. And Johnny George. They was cool as hell. We're just too. naming all the someone to talk <laughs> about. Oh, oh, they were the they were the cool ones at school? Yeah. Um George Poe. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of who was in Perth. Perth, Perth, yo, what that's the fuck a is dope Perth name. Up to Perth was the flyest Asian dude. This was Rick's class, not my class. <laughs> but Perth was so fucking. I don't know how he got all this money. Maybe his parents were rich. I don't know. Perth was this Asian dude. Fucking haircut was always on point. Oh, freshest fade, freshest line, freshest oh. fade, freshest fit. He always had. So I remember specifically. He had the fat Albert jeans, the Fubu Platinum fat Albert jeans with the hey, hey, hey on the back pockets. Okay. I, I wanted them so bad. And he had these matching Air Forces that he rocked with them. And his whole fit was amazing. And he used to date this Latina with 
big old titty. Oh, yeah. And like he was just the coolest Asian. Had a dude. nose ring. He had a nose, had a nose ring. ring in nose high school. Ring. He pulled it off. Yeah. <gasps> like the Tupac nose ring? Yes. Oh. Hey yo, shout out to Parrot. Whoever's yeah. still wow. talking to Parrot, tell him I said what's up. I feel like everybody had that one person that was just so fucking cool. <laughs> and we had one. His name's Terrence Marin. Terrence Marin. He's doing well and plays baseball. We talk from time to time. But he was like, that was one. I was like, oh my God. I was in love with him in kindergarten and he just stayed cool. And there's very few people that stay cool into their adult life. Right. Yeah, he still stayed cool. He's playing professional baseball in Mexico. I'm like, you're winning. What's That's up? Amazing. That's super cool. So it's, it's dope. And it's also interesting to see how people's perspective of, of you changes as you get older too. Mm. Like... You can think they think of you as one way and then you talk to them. You're like, oh, I did not realize we were on the same page. Okay, what's up, man? Let me, <laughs> let me tell you, speaking of that, um, it wasn't until. Don't say no names. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> there when was a... Rick has to do his little. Nah. <laughs> I can say the names. <laughs> oh, don't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like whatever you're about to say right now, those names are still like watching and aware <laughs> nah i think they know now i, I feel do, like i'm not gonna think, say anything crazy that's what think, you think i'm not gonna say anything crazy oh, Lord, if, it, if this is crazy I, you tell me i'll cut it right. so <laughs> mark this moment so, so there, there was a girl senior year it's going valerie that i was like so <laughs> into we liked each other right we, we we liked each other after she after her and her dude um danny broke up and uh, I always thought Valerie was so cute. And then she started liking me back, right? And then, but every time I saw her ex, I thought dude was mad at me for talking to his chick after him. So I was like, in my head, I was like, I ain't no bitch. So I was just like, you know, I would just be real. I wasn't mad dogging him, but I was real stern face with him, right? Mm-hmm. And so I would always just see him. And we used to be cool. We used to like dab it up, whatever, whatever. And then, but then we would just pass each other once he knew I was talking to Valerie, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so it wasn't until whatever went on with me and Valerie kind of like happened and then fizzled out and wasn't happening anymore. And then at the end of the senior year, it might have even been after we graduated and ran into each other at a game again, he was like, I was like, what's up, man? He was like, bruh, I thought you hated me because you were always mad dogging me once you started talking to Valerie. I was like, what? <laughs> I, I thought you were mad at me because I was talking to Valerie. He was like, nah, you was looking at me crazy. I was like, I wasn't even trying to look at you crazy. <laughs> they was like, man, fuck Valerie. <laughs> right. You still fuck dating it. her? No. You talk to her? No. Then let's be friends. But I felt so I bad. Drake and Chris Brown over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-huh. man. So I, I always felt bad about that. I was like, bro, because I'm never the type of dude to like mad dog somebody yeah. for no reason. But yeah, sorry about that, man. Aww. I didn't mean it. You know, reminiscing. Yeah. Well, all right, y'all. Thank you for listening and watching another episode of the No Chaser yeah. Podcast. Uh, we appreciate you mm-hmm. and um, appreciate the small miracles and blessings in life that the universe gives you because, uh, you know, there's a whole lot of bullshit going on. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you got to take a look around and, and, and count your blessings and you'll realize how blessed you truly are. We're thankful for all of you. We really are. I'm Team Chatharongsu. That was very Jerry Springerish of you. I'm Ricky Shucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Nikki Blades. <laughs> the final thought. Just kidding. Uh-huh. Just kidding. <laughs> Boy, you don't want to get beat up on camera. I will fight you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>